0: You're listening
1: to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Living Full Out Show. My name is Nancy Soleri, and today we're going to be talking about managing loss. We all have loss in different forms. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one. I know for me, it's the loss of my vision. For others, it may be losing a job or a relationship that they cared about, and that can come with such the burden and responsibility of just feeling hopeless and heavy. So how do you get out of that mindset into a place of, of knowing that you can love again, that you can have another job, that you can keep somebody's memory near and dear to your heart? How do you get to that place? That is what we're gonna be focusing on today. It's not a quick jump. The grieving process is different for everybody. In fact, our inspirational guest coming up in our next segment, Bryn Johnson, she's gonna share with us about the loss of her 17-month-old daughter that her friend accidentally ran over. It's a very touching story. They're still friends today, but how did she get past that grieving process? How did she forgive herself? So stay tuned to hear that. Also, we wanna make sure that you're supported on this process. And so reach out to us at connect at if you need some tips on how to get through the grieving stages, how to step into knowing what you want your future to be and how to attain that. And if you have an inspirational guest, just like Bryn and everybody that we have on our show each week, we'd very much like to hear from you. Again, you can reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. Let us know what you went through and we would consider having you on the show and sharing with our community the lessons that you've learned. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we do a caller on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full out Show. Hi. Good morning. Hi, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. How can we help you?
3: Of course. Um, yeah, so um, I often feel pressured to go throughout my life in um, certain steps, step by like society, you know, to go to college and then find a job and so on. So I was wondering how to break that mentality or is it um, beneficial? Mm.
2: You know what, I really appreciate that you're asking this question because I don't know anybody who hasn't felt that pressure, right? It, it, mm-hmm. You're right, going to school, getting married, having kids, on and on and on, right? And yeah. and it can get exhausting having to live up to other people's expectations for you. What is it that mm-hmm. you want most? If you had just one goal, that one dream that you'd like to come true, what is that one
3: thing? Um... Probably to be successful. You know, I don't want to disappoint my parents.
2: Well, let's put your parents aside because this is your life. Okay. And they're actually going to be proud of you no matter what you do. Okay. I promise you that they may have their own goals for you, but they just want you to be happy. So take, take their expectations aside. What do you want? What fires you up? If you could have one wish today, what would
3: it be? one wish oh um just one well i'm i'm a i'm a child development major so mm-hmm. i would love just like in the future to have my own child <laughs> that's probably my biggest my biggest thing that i want and and have you
2: been able to kind of fantasize about that boy or girl what you think they might look like
3: I do fantasize it, but I try not to too much because I, I, I'm quite young. <laughs> I don't okay. want to get ahead of myself.
2: But you know what? Get ahead of yourself. Do it. Go for it. Okay. And the reason okay. why I say that is because when you go through the long days, right, you're studying, you're trying to get your degree. And eventually when you get your career, you might have to work overtime. You know, you might be stretched between other commitments in addition to work you want to have Mm -hmm. the end goal in mind what would fire you up what would bring you joy and if that is motherhood then you want that to be near and dear to your heart that's why you're making the money that's why you're going to school that's why you're seeking the right partner right it all is Mm -hmm. for that final goal and also you want to consider boy if I could go back in time I would tell my younger self it's okay to plan motherhood out and think about it Mm -hmm. because in this day and age even medically we have so many choices right you could have your own child right. you could uh, freeze your eggs you could get donated eggs you could you know mm. you could uh, adopt you could do the foster system like there's so many mm. options so that's the thing is it's not about that one goal and being concrete and set in that it has to be any certain way be somewhat open But look and and Mm -hmm. really throw yourself into all the different ways in which people become mothers, that they prepare for that lifestyle. Does
3: that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Okay, then wish number two, okay, and wish number three. What I'm trying to get at is this is your life, and again, Mm -hmm. everybody just wants you to be happy and healthy and and living your dream, but they don't know what Mm -hmm. to root for if you don't tell them. So I'm curious how many people in your life know that motherhood is your main goal? Ah, uh, nobody. <laughs> nobody, I, right?
3: I don't, yeah, because, I mean, my, my friends know I, I you know, fawn over children when I see them walking by, but they don't know that it's my, like, priority, like, one of my one priorities. But how 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 awesome would that be if people could
2: be on that journey with you? If people could support you and so being your professional self helping other parents other children love it mm-hmm. but I encourage you to start opening up to other people about your dream of being a mother doesn't mean it's gonna happen today but right now you're mm-hmm. keeping that dream to yourself and when you do that you're not allowing it to be able to flourish maybe somebody has a person in mind for you a significant other that would be perfect for you but they're not bringing them mm-hmm. to the forefront because they don't even know about your motherhood dream. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Are you going to, so we're going to, let's declare this today. Are you going to tell, let tell one person your dream this week. Can you do that? Yeah, I will. <laughs> one person I will. and talk it out with mm-hmm. them and, and have them get excited for you and what you want. And, and then I mm-hmm. personally uh, encourage you to tell one more person next month. We'll do one a month. Okay. And then think about all the people that can support you going forward. All right? But thank you so much for calling in, and we'll be sending positive wishes your way. You got it. Thank you. I love that she asked that question because the last thing you want to do is look back at your life and have regrets. Gosh, if we could be her age again, she sounds young, then you can kind of look forward and, and decide, gosh, what do I really want and what do I need to get there? Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we have another caller on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi. Hi, thank you for calling. How can we help you today?
4: I've just been really stressed out lately because in college, I'm currently juggling two totally different majors, a minor, a bunch of clubs, organizations, jobs, stuff like that. So I was just wondering how I could use the stress while still managing to accomplish all of these different things.
2: Well, first of all, it sounds exhausting. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I hope you sleep well at night. That sounds tiring. <laughs> but but do you, what is the end game? It's kind of like what I told the, the, the previous caller. What is your end game? What, what do you want as your career? With all those majors and minors, what are you working towards?
4: See, that's a very good question. I've always just like to take on as much as I can kind of and I'm kind of doing it to just see where it takes me because I do have these two totally different interests. So I guess just wherever, I'm just trying to see, like, I'm one of those freshmen, like, just trying to figure out their future career path and seeing which direction I end up going. Well,
2: on one hand, I applaud you for being arms wide open and just going after life with a lot of vigor. I mean, that's definitely living full out. But be careful to burn out, okay? So mm-hmm. you want to have some sort of a focal point even if it's not just one maybe two consider your two majors what would be in either either of those majors what would be a career that you would enjoy doing and and then start to follow those career paths and maybe interview other professionals and and you know really research what does that look like as you go along since you're a freshman What do you need to do within your four years, five years, whatever long it takes, and beyond to get to that level? Now, maybe there's a way to blend the two majors, and has that ever been done? You want to seek out to see if there's a professional that has been able to incorporate the two. But be very careful to burn out. But other than that, we're going to wish you well, and I really appreciate you calling in. And go out there and live full out as you are. Okay? Thank you so much.
4: Thank
2: you so much, Nancy. You got it. And for everybody calling in, it's all about managing those stresses, managing loss. We have to do that so that we can live full out. I'm Nancy Solari. This is the Living Full Out Show. And we're going to be coming back after this break. Think about in your life, what do you need to release today so that you can leap into your dreams and goals of tomorrow? It is never too late to turn that page, start over. Put those regrets aside, put them in their place, and you want to live your life full out. We'll be right back after this break.
4: Hi, professional skateboarder Tony Hawk here with Bugs Money, and Daffy Duck to remind you to get moving every day. Because when you get moving an hour a day, you'll have the energy to skate through anything. (laughs) Nice play on white, Doc. That's how I roll, Bugs. So whether you like to work the half pipe... Now that's catching air. Kick the
1: soccer ball around... or dance in your room. Just move it your way. For an hour a day. The way you like to move, as long as you're moving. Carve out some time every day and get active. Because it's time to do a 180 on what you think exercise is. Because it can be whatever you want it to be. So be a player. Be a player. Get up and play an hour a day, Doc. Check out how to be a player at letsmove.gov. Head online to get tips on great ways to get moving every day. At www.letsmove.gov. Let's hear that one more time, Doc. That's
5: www.letsmove.gov. A message from the Ag Council and HHS.
6: Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6, I make his breakfast. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6, I make his breakfast. At 7, I shower. Every day I wake for up For
1: those caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community to help us better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP
4: and the Ad Council.
7: I'm Sarah, and this is my story. I'm Ellen, and this is my story. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I was having fun with my friends. I was having fun with my friends. I had one too many drinks. I
5: had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel to go home. I got a cab to go home. All of a sudden, from out of nowhere, a squirrel ran across the road. And all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, a squirrel ran across the road. It happened so quickly, I barely had time to react. It happened so quickly, the cabbie barely had time to react. I swerved. The cab swerved. I can't believe it. I hit a
7: guy. I cannot believe it. The cabbie...
0: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
6: What if you could have a career
3: where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. He just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab.
0: You have the choice to save a life. Don't drive buzzed. It's a decision you'll never regret. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council.
3: Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. We've got more food than we know what to do within this country, yet 17 million kids in America are struggling with hunger. Makes no sense. Luckily, the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks has volunteers gathering excess food and getting it to hungry kids. They're kind of like... Food angels. Hey, become a food angel yourself by supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad
6: Council. If you think depression is all in a person's head, you're right. It's a brain illness. And like other illnesses, it has symptoms. Depression can make those who suffer from it feel hopeless. It can even lead to suicide. Learn how to stop depression from taking another life. Call SAVE. Suicide Awareness Voices of Education. one 511 save On the web at save.org. I'm Alec Baldwin. Like any
1: parent, unconcerned concerned about children's health. Many kids don't eat as they should and are at risk for long-term health problems like diabetes and heart disease. But here's good news. Fruits,
0: vegetables, whole grains, and other low-fat vegetarian foods can protect our kids and keep the rest of the family healthy, too. For a free booklet, call the Physicians Committee for
1: Responsible Medicine at 1-877-685-KIDS or visit www.kidsgethealthy.org. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. With Nancy's expertise, you'll learn how to embrace your potential and strive for success. If you have a question or need further support, send us an email at, at livingfulout.com Now, here's Nancy.
2: Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Nancy Soleri, and this is The Living Full Out Show, and today we're talking about how to manage loss of all different kinds, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, a relationship, just that feeling of heaviness, and how do we find hope again? How do we turn that page so that we can rewrite our story the way that we designed it, the way we wanted? Now, our inspirational guest today, Bryn Johnson, she had to do just that when in 2014, she lost her 17-month-old girl due to a tragic accident uh, with her friend. And she's gonna share with us that day and how she had to manage that pain, that loss. So I'd very much like to welcome Brynn to the show.
5: Hi, Nancy.
2: Hi there, thank you for joining us.
7: Yes, thank you for having me on the show.
2: I wish that we were talking today about any other topic. Than the loss of your little girl but at the same time i really thank you for being so courageous to share it with us really as a reminder because accidents do happen and a lot of times we can burden pain and and, and it, sometimes it's hard to forgive and and it can really derail our lives so um you're a great example of how you were able to get through that but can you share with our community kind of take us back to that day and and just kind of the the accident, and what happened?
7: Yes. Um, I'm sure everybody knows this isn't, you know, an easy topic to talk about. Um, But it was actually my son's second week at preschool, and me and my friend had started. um, We decided we were going to carpool our two boys um, and help one another out with this transition. And um, the first week I had picked up my son and my friend's son as well and helped take him home, and then it was their next week of school, and it was my friend's turn. And um, that morning, it was, you know, just your typical September, crisp, cool morning, and um, my friend had texted me and said, hey, I'm on my way over to get Wyatt, and he was really, you know, upset. He didn't want to go to school. It was obviously a new thing, and it was still kind of a scary process for him, and it was a little chaotic, and. Um, when my friend had got there you know I was helping obviously get my son ready to go out the door and get his backpack and you know he's crying and upset and you know I, I take him out down our sidewalk and load him in the car and in the midst of you know this chaos I thought I'd shut the door and the door didn't latch I actually kicked it with one of my legs to try to shut it when my hands were full carrying a booster seat in the backpack and trying to, you know, wrangle my four-year-old son at the time, and um, we get my son loaded up, and I'm talking to my friend Cassie, and she's, you know, known my son for a lot of years, his whole life. They um, had known each other, so she's like, you know, he'll be fine as soon as we, you know, get down the driveway, and very reassuring, and, um, you know, we had chit-chatted for a few minutes, and in that time, my daughter had gotten out of the house, and she's obviously very small still. She's 17 months old, and Um, I don't know how I did not see her. Um, and I'm standing right there next to the vehicle. And, um, it really just took a split second of my friend starting to pull forward in my driveway and struck my daughter with the car, you know, and it happened so quickly. I remember looking at her and she was looking at me in the river mirror and we like locked eyes, like what in the heck just happened? And, um, I saw, I saw my daughter, you know, at that very moment and ran over and scooped her up and, um, you know, in that moment, both of our lives were flipped upside down. So we did all the, you know, all that we could and we, um, started CPR. I think we, it's very much a blur, but ran around, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, like, what do I do? And, um... I think she had called the 911 on her cell phone, and I ran in the house and called for my house phone as well. Um, and,
2: and and Bryn, I just want to pause here for a second because, um, you know, again, I, 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 I'm i sure our entire community is with me when I say this, that we're we're so sorry and we can't even imagine that moment. And I'm sure for you, you know, it's been, you know, years later, but I'm sure it still feels like yesterday. And in that moment because we're talking today about managing loss. I mean, where did where does one even go to in, in a moment when they're losing, when they've lost a loved one, when they're losing them and you're in that panic stage? How did you how did you even function at that point?
7: Well, I don't think you know, you you aren't functioning at that moment. Like, I think you just shut down and I think a lot of people just go into shock mode and you know, you're really just like, you don't even feel like you're in your own life and in your own body. It's a very almost out-of-body experience, like you're just watching and it can't be real. And I just remember, um, you know, saying that over and over to like the paramedics and the police that had came on scene and like, is this real? This doesn't feel real. Like, you know, please just tell me it's a bad dream because that's what it felt like. Um, mm-hmm. And I now think... Now your husband... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nancy.
2: Well, your husband was home because he had worked an overnight graveyard shift, and and did, I mean, what do you what do you even say? I mean, you know, I'm sure you all pulled together, but you know, what was that moment like?
7: Uh, when I ran upstairs to wake my husband up, um, he was definitely in disbelief. Like, what are you what are you talking about? you know, um, and I was just, like, screaming and crying for him to come downstairs and help. And, um, you know, he, he definitely had no clue what was going on. He's like, what do you mean? What, like, and you're in just so much disbelief when that's your child. Like, you don't, it doesn't even seem real. And he kept asking, who is this? And I'm like, it's Rowan. It's her daughter. And, um, you know, that moment isn't, it doesn't feel real at the time. I think you're just shocked and you're in disbelief that it's even happening.
2: Yeah. You did get to hold your little girl, though, and um, I know that eventually police officers came, detectives came, because technically it was a a crime scene. And, Mm -hmm. you know, weeks, months later must have seemed like a fog, and I imagine the pressure of having police and investigators there was just like, really? Really? Can't we have this time? How did you get through Yeah, that? it was definitely
7: um, very overwhelming. You know, you just, I don't think you even know what steps to take, like right away after a trauma or a tragedy happens like that. You're just doing the motions of, at least that's how I felt. I was just trying to cooperate and do um, what I was asked. And... Um, but you definitely feel like, I just want to be alone and be with my daughter. You know, that's really all I wanted during that time. And
2: uh. Yeah. Well, what I want you to do, uh, Bryn, if you can stay with us, we have to go to a short break, and we're going to come back. And again, thank you for being so honest and vulnerable and, and sharing what happened that day with us. And for everybody listening today, you know, this is Bryn's story, but we've all experienced loss in different ways. And how do we manage that? How do we... Hope with that pain. That's our focus today. We're going to be coming right back after this break. I'm Nancy Solari. This is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari.
5: My name is Jeffrey, but people in this town call me Maniac. They call me that because I'm the fastest runner in town. But just because everyone knows who I am doesn't mean I belong. I don't really belong anywhere. You see, I'm an orphan, and I wander the streets just looking for a place that I can truly call home. My name is Maniac McGee, and I'm all alone. Explore new worlds. Read my story in the novel Maniac McGee by Jerry Spinelli. For other great book ideas, visit your local library or log on to literacy.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council.
1: Look for the bare necessities. The bare necessities of healthy living
0: are easier than you think.
1: You better believe it. And the Food Pyramid shows you the way. With just the right amount of exercise and the necessary grains, vegetables, fruits, milk, and meats and beans.
0: Just the bare necessities of life. So eat
1: right, be active, <laughs> and have fun.
4: Yeah, man.
1: For your own path to a healthier you, visit MyPyramid.gov. This is really live. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Ag Council.
2: Hi, my name is Nancy Soleri, host of the Living Full Out Show. I am excited to let you know that we are now associated with Alexa. If you have Alexa in your house and you didn't know that, go ahead and find Living Full Out because you can hear us anytime you want, and we're there for you to keep you motivated.
3: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
7: See
2: website for details. Living Full Out Radio Show. It's important to us that we put out really inspiring programming, but we want to make sure that you have it at your fingertips when you need us most. We never know when those challenges are going to come, when we're going to feel lonely and need that motivation. So just know that when you need us, we're here for you. Check out Alexa, the app stores, or go to livingfullout.com. Here's to you living full out.
0: What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy.
2: Thank you for joining us today. I am Nancy Soleri and this is the Living Fallout Show. And today we are talking about managing loss. And it's a heavy topic that nobody escapes from. We're all going to have those people we lose, situations that are lost, do-overs we wish we could do again, but we can't. And how do you take that moment? How do you find a way to heal? You know, how do you settle down the why questions, why me? yet be able to go on and 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 live life full out. It, it's that jump that we're learning from today from our inspirational guest, Bryn Johnson, who has definitely been through it after losing her 17-month-old daughter uh, in an accident. So Bryn, I'd like to welcome you back to the show. Thank you. And uh, again, thank you for being so honest with us about that day and and, and what happened and you know, I know that you and your friend went on to write a book, which we'll get to in a second. But the months and the weeks after the accident, so oftentimes, you know, uh, you know, your story is one situation, but people go through the why me. They go through the would coulda, shoulda,"s the, the blame, the, the need to forgive, maybe another person or themselves. Did you go through that?
7: Yes, definitely.
2: Yeah. and for and, and 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 if you can share with us kind of what got you through that process because that's part of this grieving process and and I know that you're still grieving today I mean it, it may never end but just in that part of the grieving stage how did you get through it
7: you know i think uh, obviously when you're experiencing you know grief and the loss of a loved one it's really hard to stay positive um, And you go through those roller coasters of emotions. And I think it's a daily conscious effort to try to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, For myself, I've explored so many different coping mechanisms. And I've even found from time to time they change. So um, I think just being kind to yourself and allowing that extra time to fit something in your day that's just for you, just to um, focus your energy on being positive, Um, you know, reading inspirational books and expanding your faith, um, getting outside and being in nature, fitness, um, trying to be, you know, a healthier version of yourself, um, listening to uplifting podcasts, um, finding a hobby that you can focus your energy on and and in in a positive way instead of, you know, reclusing yourself and being negative because that can take over so fast. Um, and mm-hmm. I've, you know, been in it myself where I've allowed myself to get in those low, low, low places. And, you know, you have to really just focus every day. I'm like, no, I'm not going to allow myself to lose this battle. I'm going to get up and I'm going to make the best of this day and be a good mother for my children that are here and my husband and everybody else that's in my life. So, I mean, I think mm-hmm. you just have to really stay on top of it because it can take over you really quickly.
2: Absolutely. And you do have to stay positive and, and look for opportunities, whether it's a, mus- a, a music or a movie or something to to give you that inspiration. I, I know for myself, I went through some miscarriages and I remember seeing the movie Heaven is for Real. And in that movie, uh, yeah. a little girl had, had been a miscarried child and the, the son who had gone to heaven, she came up to him and she's like, I'm your sister. And he's like, who are you? But that was his sister who had gotten lost, and and that brought me great comfort. I know for you, oh, yes. your, your your faith did. Can you can you share with us about that? I'm sorry, could you say the question again? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I know for you, your faith overall was a, a compass to get you through this pain.
7: Yes, it. I mean, it has been everything really through my my journey. Um, my faith has definitely gotten me through all the hard times. And I think if you don't have that, it just makes it so much harder because I know in the long run there's a bigger picture and my daughter is, you know, in a greater place and that she's um, happy and safe. And I think that, you know, just growing your faith and your spirituality is just so important after you've experienced a loss and just important anyway, but it's really gotten me through my hardest times.
2: Mm -hmm. And there was a void that you had after the loss of your daughter. I mean, you, you really needed another child in your life. Um, what did you and your husband decide to do? And this was only months later after she passed away.
7: Yeah. Um, like you said, I felt really lost and, um, just, you're so empty inside because how do you go from having something that keeps you busy every minute of your day, a 17-month-old daughter that, you know, still needs picked up out of her crib and still needs, you know, sippy cups and, I mean, and then you have don't have that. And I felt so empty and lost and I wanted a baby just right then. I'm like, I just need something to take care of because I didn't know what to do with myself and we started trying for another child right away and... Thankfully, um, the Lord blessed us with a healthy daughter, and I was able to get pregnant um, just within a few months after losing my daughter, Rowan. And um, that has definitely been a huge blessing for me and my husband to have just the joy of another child in the home and laughter again and playfulness. And, you know, you go from having that and then to a stagnant home of just quiet and solemn, (laughs) It was, you know, just so depressing, and I'm like, gosh, I just—it's not to replace Rowan; nothing would ever replace her. But I needed some joy back in my life, and a new baby definitely brought that joy back for our home.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And actually, she was a little girl, so and she had a lot of similar. She has a lot of similar qualities to your daughter, and and you know, I know for me, when I've lost people that I care about, I talk to them. You know, I'll just yeah. talk to him out loud in the car, whatever. Do you talk to your daughter? Oh yes, I talk to her every
7: day. <laughs> I um, I ask her advice. Um, you know, me and my kids actually, when we say prayers that night at bedtime, we always send Sissy a prayer too because we just know she's up in heaven um, with God. So we send her a little prayer too. And yeah, I talk to her every day. If I have, a, mm-hmm. if I'm like, you know, confused about what I should be doing or have a question I always ask her and she usually gets like I feel like a sign sent to me or you know I see a little feather on the ground like she's confirming she heard me and it's just you know I think you can really still tune into that other side after you do lose somebody that you're close to I think you can still tap into that and connect with them.
2: I absolutely believe that as well I know for me it usually comes in the form of like Goosebumps on my arms, or something like that. Like I can just feel that presence. And um, oh, yes, all the time. You know, it, it, there's this jump between the the sorrow and the pain, and the you know the positive, like having another baby, like you did, and in in talking to her. Um, but have you forgiven yourself for that day? Have you been able to to let yourself free from that? I think it's
7: a, a struggle still. Um, I think that's just a loss. I don't know if I'm ever ready to move on from completely, but I think I've accepted that I'm doing the best I can, and I try to, like, just push forward every day and and be an inspiration for other people and do um, help other families that are experiencing the same loss and same grief. I don't know if I'll able to fully like forgive myself. I don't know when that will come. Um, mm. I mean, I think I don't beat myself up about it anymore on a daily basis because I think that's a part of your grief too, where you you do that. I think I've definitely come a long way. Um, but I don't I can't say I'm fully <laughs> ready to do that, but I definitely think it's gotten easier.
2: And you're working towards it every day. That's all you can do, Brenna, and you're doing it. And, in fact, you and your friend did write a book about your story. And what is the title of that?
7: It's called Life of an Angel.
2: Okay. And and you also created a foundation. And what is the title of your foundation and what do you do?
7: Our foundation is Raise for Rowan, and we um, raised financial assistance, and hope and inspiration for other families that have experienced the loss of a child. And we help all over the Pacific Northwest, actually including California. Um, And we've actually even offered services to a few California families.
2: Mm. Well, see, and that's the thing. You're taking this loss and you're making it a purpose. And that sometimes... Is the key to life, and that's what's making her so proud. Saying, "Mom, you're doing it." You know, I'm off doing other things, but you, you got to keep telling my story and keep helping other people. And thank you. As we, as we kind of round out today's interview, because again, you have gone through that pain, and you're every day you're getting stronger and stronger and more hopeful. But for somebody listening today who has just lost somebody in their life, what would you say to them? I
5: would just
7: say you know don't give up you know try to connect with other families that have may experienced a loss similar to yours you know it can always bring comfort just knowing that you're not alone in your journey Um, and reach out for help you know there's support groups um, there's organizations like my own Um, so definitely just reach out if you know this is something that's affecting you in your life don't um, hesitate to research your options for coping and then take that time for yourself to get those coping mechanisms that work for you. You know, um, that's all I can say is just surround yourself with supportive people, try to connect with people that can lift you up when you're in your deepest, darkest times. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's no, nice. I I, love it. I love it. And, um, you know, for me, I find writing to be therapeutic. I'm sure writing your book did as well. So I, I just encourage everybody, too, that if you're going through loss, you know, take this time to journal and get those thoughts out of your heart, out of your mind on the paper. I, I, I find that very helpful. So uh, thank you, Bryn, so much for being on the show today and sharing your story. And we will keep growing in our, in our thoughts. And, and you got an angel always looking out for you. Look at that.
7: Yes. Thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate
2: it. You're very welcome. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you for sharing your story.
7: All right. You
2: too, Nancy. Thank you. And for everybody listening today, it is about managing loss. But the great thing is we did hear a few bits of laughter in Bryn's voice. There's tears, but then there is the ability to get to that other side. And that's what we want to help you do. So stay with us. It's all about managing loss, finding coping skills, the words to lift us up when we're feeling sad. That's how you get back to living your life full out. I am Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Fallout Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break.
6: So, I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys.
3: A person is the best
2: thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. So many comments on my comment. Hey, guys, check out my new wait. video game. Mom, what?
6: Huh?
0: Pew, pew. What'd you say?
6: This huh? weekend, un plug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council
3: thanks for asking but I'd rather not send you nude pictures I'm camera shy I already said no it's against my religion I'm giving my dog a bath you can have pictures of that pressure gives me hives Under my clothes, I'm a robot. Hold on, let me ask my mom. Sorry, my webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. Unfortunately, I just had my clothes surgically attached to my body. If they got out, I might never be president. I'm already naked, under my clothes. Not even if you were all three Jonas Brothers. I have a rash, I have nudophobia, I have lizard skin. The more you ask, the less I want to. You're not the boss of me. Nudity makes me vomit. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really
5: killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many
6: ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that's notcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always, lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat?
6: Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov/the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
4: When I grow up, I want to be a new
6: pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer.
4: Warm place on a cold I day. Be a football. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
0: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
6: Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally
2: paid off. What? What about our plan to win the lottery and start living? You know, travel
5: the world on matching yachts. Wear enough jewelry to require a bodyguard. Vacation on the French Riviera.
6: And then buy it you know we're never going to win the lottery right
1: when it comes to financial stability don't get left behind get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org this message brought to you by the american institute of cpas and the ad council
2: when you're managing loss it's really important to take one day at a time and try to be good to yourself find moments in the day where you can treat yourself to something, reflect, listen to positive music, ebooks, podcasts, you name it. The biggest thing is to look forward, not backwards. That's how you manage loss in your life and live full out.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. Nancy is here as a guide to show you how to rise above obstacles and savor each moment. If you have a question, call in live at 800-333-0001. That's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy.
2: Welcome back. I'm Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today, we've been talking about managing loss. But again, that can come in a lot of different forms. So... Even the daily stress, the ins and the outs, the expectations, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, all of that just layers on top of us and makes us feel like, what's the point or is it ever going to end? I'm here to tell you it will. You just have to keep pushing forward. But that's why we do this show each week. We show up for you. We want to make sure that you're supported. And wherever it is that you need coaching, that you need motivation, let us help you to get to that other side. Again, reach out to us by email at connect at livingfullout.com. Tune into the show live. You can also listen to it on our website at livingfullout.com. You know, after the show airs, you can go to Alexa, the app stores. I just share all that with you because you never know when you need that support. You could be out and about in your car having a really bad day, and I want you to know that you can look for Living Full Out Radio, and we'll be there to support you and help you. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we do have a caller on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi, Nancy. This is Andrea. I'm
5: really excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
2: Well, burst of energy. I love it. Yes. So tell us what's going on. How can we help you? Great. How can we help you today?
5: Currently, I am kind of going through a mental battle with myself, so I am going to be applying to law school soon, and I seem to be comparing myself to other candidates, and I try to accomplish as much as I can and join different organizations to appear to be a competitive applicant when I do apply, but I feel like this is a never-ending battle with myself, so I just wanted to see if you had any advice um, as to how to deal with this.
2: Well, you want the good news or bad news first? (laughs) The good news. The good news. The good news. Okay. The good news is there are ways to set yourself apart from other people. There really are. You just have to hone in on those now. The bad news is, you know, when we think about all the law schools across the country and even around the world and everybody who graduates every semester, right, that's a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. But Maybe it's because I'm legally blind. I don't see competition, right? I, I, I like to think of myself, and I'm going to think of you in this situation as a big fish in a small pond, right? The competition doesn't exist. Let's put that aside. What do you think, as a, as a budding future attorney, what do you think is one skill that you're going to be able to offer your future clients?
5: I think that I'm very optimistic and dedicated to my work, so I do feel like that will help me when I am working with future clients, so I feel like that is something that will set me apart from other attorneys, but still, I guess the whole applying to law school and getting in with certain numbers, of criteria they're looking for is what's difficult for me.
2: Well, and the thing is, is that pressure is just, it's there because you have to hit that mark, Right. But you want to make Correct. sure that as you're studying, as you're preparing, that you, you do save time for self-care. Make sure you get your sleep. Make sure you're eating right. I also believe in making sure that you turn over every stone when it comes to prep, meaning that look in your local area of attorneys that you admire, that you respect. Maybe call them up, take them out for coffee, see if you can just do a conference call, you know, take them back in time to where they to where they were where you are now right and just kind of ask them what did you do to get through that time how did you prep how did you study you know how did you hone in on the type of law that you wanted to do how did you find the firm that you wanted to work for i am a big believer in interviewing uh, potential professionals that are doing what you want to do and then most of all that's why i asked that question about what kind of attorney you will be when you close your eyes at night or when you take a little cat nap in between studying, it's really important to keep that vision near and dear to your heart of who you will be. Like, what are you doing all this for? What is that end game? Okay? But if you do all that, I know you'll get through it. You just have to hang in there, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Nancy, for your advice. You're, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And we wish you all the best. And I I feel, I feel good. I'm going to sleep well at night knowing that. You're going out there and changing lives. You're going to do great things. Believe that. Okay.
5: (laughs) Thank you so much, Nancy.
2: You got it. And for everybody listening today, I know we talked about managing loss. And again, that can come in so many variety of forms, not just the loss of a loved one, but seeing sometimes our dreams and goals fade away. They don't have to. I want you to think about what is it that you're striving for? And those losses, those mistakes, those times that we've failed, They're there to make us stronger, and and you want to hone in on what did you learn from the loss? How did you become a better version of yourself? And then take that and apply it to the goal, the dream that you're going for. How can you then take that aspiration and make yourself an original? That's when you're living yourself your life entirely full out. Now I want to thank everybody for listening today. Know that I believe in you very much and. You know, living full out is a lifestyle. It doesn't happen in a snap. So I want you to just rest easy, take it one step at a time, dream big, don't hold back, leave those woulda, coulda, shouldas in the past, because to live full out means you go after life with vigor, passion, and full of spirit. We'll see you next time. Have a great
4: day.
1: Thank you for listening to The Living Full Out Show with Nancy Solari. To learn more about this program, visit livingfullout.com for the latest episodes. Connect with the Living Full Out community by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at Here's to you, Living Full Out.